It's time for Talk To Me, hosted by Brenda Warren. Today on Talk To Me, I had the privilege of having a conversation with the authentic Archie Messersmith Bunting, or as he's better known, the Feelings Guy. He champions mental health awareness worldwide at corporations and universities. He challenges people to rethink complicated and emotional topics like depression, suicide, alcohol, and drug addiction through his company, Archie Cares LLC. He reframes the narrative surrounding mental health and addiction by facilitating honest and vulnerable conversations. He reaches individuals personally as he opens up honestly with his own struggle with addiction and clinical depression. He weaves research of top therapists and addiction specialists into his storytelling, allowing audiences to understand the potential for loss and pain. He transitioned to full-time speaker and consultant, providing leadership, mental health, and alcohol and drug prevention education at corporations like Salinas and the Job Sauce. College campuses including Clemson University, Iowa State University, and the University of Southern California have all benefited from his teachings. Archie attended Samford University for his bachelor's degree and received his Master's of Science in College and Student Personnel Administration from Illinois State University. I hope you'll listen as Archie talks to me. Archie, we pulled this off. We just had Dr. Jen, and now I'm excited that I'm here with the feelings guy himself, Mr. Archie <laughs> Messersmith-Bunting. I am so excited that you trusted me enough to pivot today and come on, talk to me. So talk to me about my gratitude journal and anything else you feel, feel free to talk about today. Well, first of all, if anybody's going to pivot in 2020, it's Miss Berenda. Um, that's number one. Number two, so I watched you and, and Dr. Price, and I just want to echo what she says. As someone who is a motivational public speaker, I've had to move all of my business online. And mm -hmm. so people are like, oh, well, so if it used to cost, it doesn't cost $10. Right. But if it used to cost $10, now it costs $3, right? And I'm mm -hmm. like, no. are you kidding? Like, it, it takes so much more work. Her point about the the level of the change of the instructional design is, is exactly right. So as parents are you know, working through all these pivots, just know that this person back here That's is right. working overtime to try to keep your students engaged through a little bitty, little bitty light. So just want to shout out to Dr. Price and all, all that she said. Thank you. And when you talk about that, because you do online training, correct? Already. So I saw that when I was when I was doing research on you, I noticed that you have a virtual um, training that you do, that you've already written another book. I saw that, you know, <laughs> I, I was just like, you have so much that you do as you help people change their mindset and make it okay to be not okay. And I just hope that you'll talk about that some today while you also talk about your journal. And take your yes, time, because I want <laughs> you to talk to me. <laughs> well, I got to give a shout out to Dr. Price first. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but yeah, so, you know, uh, as Brenda said, uh, my name is Archie. I'm the feelings guy. And, and my goal is really to reframe the narrative around mental illness and addiction. 
by focusing on feelings and having honest conversation. And those two things we often don't tend to do in America. We don't tend to talk about the feelings. Y'all like over in the South, we don't talk about Mm. the feelings. And then we just, we kind of talk around things. Mm. And so I'm trying to talk about the things. So uh, yeah, my, my work previously was, you know, I would go to colleges, I would go to high schools, I would go to corporations and I would have these conversations. And in March, everything changed right here. Um, so I have spent um, the greater portion of the past eight months sitting right here on this stool, talking to this green light and really encouraging people to be okay, not being okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be like all those, all the feelings are normal. We just have to start talking about them. Yes. Now, for me, one of the things, a phrase that we coined here at our house was called isolation frustration. And that has been something that we have watched as I've watched people do things that I think aren't very healthy uh, as we watch the media and different things. How would you address those issues? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when when I do my work, I teach people that so feelings aren't facts. That's that's true. Like that oh, that's is. That's good. So I have to write that down. But hold on, I'm not done. I'm not done. I know so, you're not done, but I think I got to get my pen. So I can take some notes. Feelings aren't facts. Go ahead. So in the so in the addiction community, so I'm a recovering addict, and I'm very open about that. And that's sort of a staple in both the addiction and the therapeutic community. That feelings aren't facts. Meaning these things that I feel inside, like I can't take it out and build a house with it. Like it's okay. it's not a it's not a living. But feelings do have power. So feelings aren't facts, but feelings do have power. And so what, to your point, what I have noticed, because, um, because friend in, in April, I had to get a job at a big box store because I had to make some money. Like I, mm-hmm. no one's hiring a speaker in April. So I had to go get it. And I feel bad for the people who are named Karen, but like the Karens that we're mm-hmm. seeing on Instagram, having all these feelings come out right, right. With, with all of my being, I believe that nine months ago, that wouldn't have happened. But those the that. feelings that we mm-hmm. that we all have, if you don't manage them, if you don't do something with them, they have power and they come out right here. So mm-hmm. the people people that are isolating, people that are, I mean, I love you some chocolate ice cream. So people that are like eating to feed their feelings, there's a reason we say feed your feelings. Why don't we talk about them instead? Let's talk about yeah. them. <laughs> That's why I wanted to do this show, Talk to Me, because I felt like there was no safe place for people to talk about the things that they're they're bottling up inside. And especially now when we have so much contention and division, uh, one of the things I tell people, why can't we agree to disagree without being disagreeable? Can you... I have so many thoughts. I'm going to keep Go most ahead. of them in my head. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's like it, you know. So I, you know, as, as you were saying with Dr. Price, so we have a we have a two year old, so not a ten year old. We have a two year old, mm-hmm. but and and I'm gay, so you know, I'm, I'm married. That, for for y'all that don't know, that means I'm married to a man. So make sure you knew. Um, okay. And <laughs> and we uh, and we worry about like what what you know what is Cade? His name is Cade. What's you growing up into? Because it. It's like you can't even have a conversation anymore mm-hmm. um, without it just going through, no, through, through everywhere. And, it, and, it, and like, how did that happen? How'd that happen? And, you know, I was having a conversation with someone last week. And I, I, I believe that because we've been all been taught, you do not talk about politics, football, or religion. You do Correct. not talk about those things. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a problem. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. 
Because if, if I never saw mom and dad talk about it, if we never talked about it in public, then I learned that's a taboo thing. When you learn something's taboo, a feeling gets attached to that. And so you're already kind of weird talking about it. Well, then somebody else gets heated and you're like, what is going on right now? And the feelings just go everywhere. Right. right. And you know, that's interesting that you say that because I have a friend that um, often says that they won't comment on a certain thing. So that limits our conversations because when everything is off limits, there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there was this, there was this fascinating study. I think it's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to quote the university because I'll get it wrong, okay. but it's one of those ones that I wasn't smart enough to go to. Um, <laughs> that they, that they, did, they did a study on the next generation and they, they don't know, they're not, they can't read facial expressions appropriately mm. because this is how they communicate. Yeah. So they communicate by emojis, right? So, so the, the face, like my face is like withdrawing and you don't even know what's happening, right? right? Because we, we're, we're not practicing the feelings. Like my child doesn't know the word fine. He doesn't know the word fine. Mm-hmm. He knows happy, sad. Like when did America become the, the, the country of fine? Like everybody's mm-hmm. fine all the time. No one's fine. So like if we would actually just talk about the way we feel, right. it would make it easier to actually ask for help during those isolation periods. But because no one's ever talked about it, you just withdraw and you just stay. And that's just not safe. So like if I gave you the word, if I told you I was stressed and would you tell me I need to name that as opposed to just using that blanket term stressed? Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, you can name your feelings whatever you want to, like, you know, but I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with the name. That, that, is a, that is a feeling. That is a feeling. Now, where, where I do sort of draw the line and, you know, I don't get to make mm-hmm. decisions for everybody else, but I do believe that words matter. I and what what bothers me is when people say, so, so I, I have, I've been diagnosed with major depressive disorder. I have clinical depression. Mm-hmm. And so it bothers me when people say, oh, I'm so depressed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you really, or are you sad? Yeah. Are you sad? Or are you depressed? Because mm-hmm. I know what depression feels like. And I'm not saying that people can't have depressing feelings, but right. I really, I mean, mental illness is finally something we're talking about in America. Mental illness is not a bad word. I have a mental illness that doesn't make me any less than anybody else. I just learned to claim that. So mm-hmm. I do think it's important the words that we use and that one in particular, I think we need to be careful about. And that's a good point, Archie, because I, I have just begun to stop hiding my diagnosis with post-traumatic stress, with um, manic depression, um, and uh, the military sexual trauma, because I lived in shame for so long yeah. around those diagnoses that I just would not yeah. even discuss it. But what I discovered was that so many people are hiding in shame. And like you say, we're yep. not talking about it. And if they never hear anybody talk about it, how do they then get help for it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. so, uh, I mean, she's, let me, let me qualify this by saying she's doing fine, but we, we, we discovered about six months ago that my mom has um, ovarian cancer. And what, what it was really interesting to watch during that experience that when she, when she, you know, went on the book was where you go to like announce things. There were so many, you know, Sandy, I'll pray for you. Sandy, what do you need? Sandy, da, 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 da. Okay. So my, my mom did nothing to get ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. I did nothing to, to be, to have a mental illness. Why are they not looked at the same? But yet when, when I say something, people are like, you're so brave. You're so yeah. brave. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, am, am I brave or am I just alive? <laughs> like, what's what's the deal here? Like, why why did why did why do you have to be brave to say what you just said for people mm-hmm. to hear? Why can't it just be 
what can I do for you? How can I help? Instead of you're so brave. I think that goes back to the fact what you said earlier about because if we don't talk about something then it seems brave that someone would say I've been diagnosed with PTSD and people give you they applaud you and oh how wonderful that you actually are doing a TV show you showed up today and I'm thinking so did you (laughs) so that is that is interesting to me that I would love like you to change the narrative about how people see it not only how people see it but how I see myself because right. I spent years right. on a couch and I'm, I must tell uh, the people that will uh, eventually see this, that Archie has just been a breath of fresh air in my life. Um, the way he sees things and just the brief times that we've had time to conversate and talk, you often say something that changed the way I view what I'm dealing with on a daily basis. And I thank you for that. When you are dealing with, um, different people because your website had a lot of things about college kids and Mm -hmm. um, different things. Is there a group that you particularly focus on or is your practice open to just a person that is in need of help in the mental area? Sure. Um, Well, first of all, thank you for your kind words and I could echo them right back to you because it's, (laughs) it's nice to see another person who has claimed their authenticity and just says, you know, here I am, you know, that the song from The Greatest Showman, like, this is me, this This is me, like, this is what you got. Um, So I do want to say for the humans out there, I'm not a therapist. Um, I'm not trying to be a therapist. I'm not going back to school. I've got my two degrees, and I am good. So I do, I do not do um, therapy sessions of any kind. Um, I talk about how I have found my path. Mm-hmm. Um, so my work for the past, um, many years has been in the world of college students. And in the past year or so, I've begun expanding that to high schools and to corporate America, because I realized that the message is the message is the message. Yes, um, it is. and it, and, and people are responding. And I think it's honestly, because I'm just so dang authentic. Um, and I think it's, I think it's really hard to, you know, it's, it's easy to, di- to dismiss someone's position. That's easy. Mm-hmm. It's much harder to dismiss their feeling. And yes. I just show up with feelings and just say, here's what we're going to talk about. Um, and so it, it really kind of encompasses all the, all those things. So um, I'm glad you mentioned the feelings part. How did you get the title, The Feelings Guy? The Feelings Guy. Yeah, well, I mean, it started as a joke. Like, mm-hmm. you know, most a lot of things in life do. Uh, because I, I am one of a few few men who are just, you know, talk about feelings. And I, I kind of do it so much that someone said, you should be The Feelings Guy. And I was like, Ooh, let me see if that is taken. <laughs> not taken. There it goes. So here we are. Uh, but I, it, it really is because I, I, mean, I really am on a personal mission to change the way we greet each other. I want y'all to stop saying, how are you today? Because that means nothing. Think about it. What does how are you today mean? It means nothing. What I want you to say is, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Um, because when you, when you ask someone that question, you give the other human permission to actually respond. When you say, how are you today? The other person knows their job is to say, I'm fine. That's their mm, job. When you say, true. how are you feeling? If I said, Brenda, how are you feeling today? You're like, oh, um, like it, it'll take you back a second. Yeah, it would. It, 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 it improves the way you feel. And I guarantee you, it improves the way they feel. And so that's kind of how it all started. But isn't it true if you ask someone, how are you feeling? You need to be prepared to listen. Oh. <laughs> and. That is the second piece, is then then just listen. 
just listen. Uh, I started a movement called Five on the Five. It happens every May the 5th. Um, and actually, we started doing it um, every, every month on the 5th. So it'll be again tomorrow, where we challenge people to call five people and ask them how they're feeling. And then on the 5th, it's a much bigger movement. And then you just okay. keep spreading and keep going. But it's, it's been pretty amazing, the, the people that I've met all over the world who have participated. And you just feel better that day because you, you are giving the gift of your time to someone else and the gift to show that you care. And people are changed. Well, Archie, we've talked about a lot of things, but I don't want you to leave before telling us about my gratitude journal. Sure, sure. So um, this sort of came, uh, and, and we both have a mutual friend, Jen Gottlieb, who mm -hmm. does her, her gratitude, we call them Jen's wins um, mm -hmm. at night. She writes down her gratitude for the day. Uh, but I, for me, I found that even after piecing together years of sobriety, um, and uh, getting my mental illness sort of managed that I still wasn't really happy. And for me, I realized the missing piece was the focus on feelings. And part of that comes gratitude. So gratitude comes in the Latin word gratia, and that means graciousness or gratefulness. And what gratitude does, it's, it's, it's a mental cognitive reframe. Frame. So when you are focused on something that you're grateful for, the rest all kind of goes away. So what I did was I created a month journal and it's, it's brand new. I created this first for college students and mm -hmm. because people started asking for it, I went back and created a brand new one. So it's brand new launching today. Okay. It allows you to have prompts in the morning and evening Ooh, to reflect like on the thing, the reflect on the things in your life that bring you happiness. And you actually get to rate your happiness so that at the end of the week, you look back and go, where did I spend time this week that I wasn't happy? Mm -hmm. And then why am I doing those things? Ooh, so it's brand good. new. Well, you know, okay. it's a free download um, and you get it at archiecares.com slash resources. Okay. So now see, I already been on your site. So I'm going to go look for that one because I didn't even see that. I'm going to go oh, it's back brand, it, again. It's brand new. It's, it's just there. Oh, okay. I was going to say, did I miss that? That no, was brand new. It's brand new. It, it went up today. Oh, okay. I like that. So, and what other good resources right now with all the things, you know, we're having a lot of challenges, Archie, and people are sad because of losing family because of COVID, just because of losing family in general, the car accidents, and everything. It's yeah. just a lot of things going on. What thing could you leave them with a thought with before you go? Yeah, that, that it's okay to feel your feelings. Because Brenda, the other thing that we need to realize is that people are losing friends and family members because of differences of opinion. And the opinions have gotten so strong and the relationship is so strained that these relationships that you've had for like all this time are just gone. So people are grieving at the macro level. And so I think that it's important to feel your feelings and to talk about them, but then to get up and do something like the best, the best thing. And Brenda, you know, this to be true. Mm -hmm. The best thing you can do to help yourself is to help someone else. Yes. And there are tons of ways to give back virtually. You don't have to go out and, you know, it, 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 I believe in science and expose mm -hmm. yourself, you can sit right here and do something. So if the holidays, the holidays don't have to be blue. Mm -hmm. You can you can work through that. Put on some neon clothes. Like girl, I've never had a bad day in some neon. Put on some, <laughs> put on some neon and like do something to give back. But it, it's okay to have those feelings. Just don't sit in them. Well, Archie, I'd like to say thank you for coming and making this pivot with me to talk to me. And I'm look forward to having you on the editor's desk so we can talk some more. <laughs> yes, ma'am, for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a blessed day, Archie. You as well. Well, everyone, I did it. I was able to still have my guests get there 
time to talk about what's important to them and to share with you some of the people that I think are absolutely amazing. Dr. Price helps students find career success and Archie the Feelings Guy helps us feel better with it's okay that sometimes you're just not okay. Today, I'm more than okay because today I did a pivot. At the last minute, the editor's desk was unable to be able to come live on air. So on the fly, I had to pivot and do this. And I'm excited and proud of myself that I did. I hope you'll join me next week on the editor's desk. And in the meantime, enjoy this Talk To Me segment. There will be more of them. <laughs> be blessed, everybody. <laughs> yeah, y'all, I'm stacking my deck to my success and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> this is amazing.